There's a storm coming. 911, what's your emergency? And it's time for one last battle. You blast like a I'm Jared Hall from Entertainment Weekly, and here's what to watch on Monday, May 24th. We're counting down today's top three must-see picks from TV and movies. But first, your entertainment headlines. F9 has racked up $162.4 million in eight foreign markets to become the number one movie in the world this weekend. That impressive box office haul includes $135.6 million from China alone. The latest installment of the Fast and Furious franchise also premiered in South Korea, Russia, Hong Kong, and the Middle East. All of those are territories where moviegoing has bounced back from the COVID-19 pandemic. F9's ticket sales were as strong as pre-pandemic times, signifying Universal Studios' best start in China since the previous Fast film. It is also the biggest showing in the pandemic era for a Hollywood title. Exorcisms, Blood on the Wall, and even more Monsters. Season 2 of Evil is promising a devilishly wild ride. The supernatural drama has revealed it will arrive on Paramount Plus on June 20th. Nearly four years after Kevin Spacey was first accused of sexual abuse, the actor has been cast in the Franco Nero-directed Italian film L'Uomo Che Disegno Dio, a.k.a. The Man Who Drew God. According to IMDb, Nero and his wife Vanessa Redgrave will appear in the project, which has a tentative release date of October 5, 2021. The film's summary details the film as a, quote, Fable on the need to rediscover the miraculous power of dignity in a world where media's noise has solved the problem of man's imperfection simply by removing the problem itself. The film's producer, Louis Nero, has confirmed to Variety that Spacey is slated to portray a police detective in what is described as a small role. And four years after 22 people were killed and another 800 injured, Ariana Grande paid tribute to the victims of the Manchester Arena bombing. On her social media, Grande wrote, quote, Although grief is ever-present and our relationship to it is constantly evolving and expressing itself in different ways every day, year-round, I know that this anniversary will never be an easy one. Please know that I am thinking of you today. Manchester, my heart is with you today and always. For more on those stories, plus other news, reviews, interviews, and more, head over to EW.com. Now let's give voice to our top three picks, starting with number three, The Voice. We are almost at the end of the show's landmark 20th season, which means it's all coming down to the two-part live finale starting tonight with a final round of performances. There are five artists left vying for the top spot. Kenzie Wheeler, Victor Solomon, Rachel Mack, Cam Anthony, and Jordan Matthew Young, who will each perform a ballad and an up-tempo song before the coaches this week. Speaking of the coaches, we'll be saying goodbye to one of them at the end of the season, with Nick Jonas set to lead the show after two seasons. Here's Jonas from EW's Around the Table video series with The Voice on what he's enjoyed most about his time on the show. In the end, you know, I think what has been the most rewarding thing uh, has been uh, getting to work with some great people, you know, both to my left and right, but then also 
with with my my team this season, the season before. I feel you know really fortunate to have just gotten a chance to uh, be a teammate. I, I think Kelly hit it on the head. It's it's not that we're judges or coaches. You know, we're we're there to help them in any way we can. And for me, I'm, I'm I view myself still very very early in my career and 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 uh, experiences. So whatever I've learned so far can be helpful. But I'm learning from them as well. It has certainly been a great run, and we've still got two more episodes before we bid him farewell. The Voice takes the stage tonight at 8 on NBC. Trivia. It's trivia time. Who was recently announced as a new coach for the next season of The Voice, replacing Nick Jonas? Was it Taylor Swift, Ariana Grande, or Casey Musgraves? Stay tuned. We'll have the answer later on. Now on to today's two-for-one number two pick, 911 and 911 Lone Star. The Fox emergency service dramas are both wrapping up their seasons tonight, and if you've been paying attention, you're prepared for a lot of tension and tears. In L.A., the 188 are reeling after Eddie's shooting, realizing that the sniper is targeting members of the LAFD. The loyal bunch that they are, everyone's more concerned with saving their fellow crew members than themselves. And that's not all either. Maddie's still struggling with postpartum depression, while Athena and Bobby face marital difficulties. Here's a preview featuring the cast. We find out that Athena is wondering where Bobby is and what he's doing. It's hard when your spouse keeps things from you. Trust me, I know. We only know them as this rock-steady relationship. To see them hit their first real speed bump, I think going to be quite jarring. Who said this marriage is working? Athena and Bobby need to communicate so that their relationship can survive. I really struggled with that decision. Stakes are higher for a lot of different characters. I know it's scary, the idea that someone is targeting us but we still have a job to do. Let her go. He uh, leaned heavy on the dramatic. We have a firefighter with a gunshot wound. Firefighter Eddie Diaz of the 118. Maddie struggling with being a new mom. Are you okay? No. And that's just the first hour, y'all. Down in Texas, things aren't much better as a massive dust cloud engulfs Austin while Owen and Mateo are busy helping victims of a plane that's crashed into a building. You know quiet day at the station kind of stuff. And just when you think that was enough drama to tide you over until the new season, a familiar face appears on the scene, throwing the 126 into chaos. It all kicks off at 8 p.m. tonight on Fox. This is the last week of AAPI Heritage Month, and there are a lot of great shows out there by Asian American and Pacific Islander artists that you should definitely be checking out. But we'll let The Good Place star Tia Sarkar take it from here. The actress spoke to EW recently and answered the question, what you watching? What TV shows am I currently watching? Uh, listen, I feel like we've come a long way since Apu on The Simpsons was our only South Asian representation on primetime television. Uh, we still have a long way to go, but I definitely feel like we've made strides in that area. But um, Mindy Kaling's Netflix show, Never Have I Ever, is such a breath of fresh air because um, it's about a South Asian American girl who her ethnicity, the, the show doesn't shy away from her ethnicity, um, but it also doesn't focus on her ethnicity being like her main character trait. She's just a, a South Asian American girl living a quintessential American teenage experience and her ethnicity sort of serves as one aspect to her character and yet there's so much more and I just feel like that's what we need more of. 
It is indeed. You can catch up on Never Have I Ever on Netflix now. Season two is slated to drop this summer. Stay tuned. Our number one pick is coming up. What to Watch will be right back. Hey, everyone. I'm Sid Evans, editor-in-chief of Southern Living and host of Biscuits and Jam. Since 2020, I've been interviewing musicians, chefs, authors, and other Southern icons about their family traditions, their faith, their favorite meals, and of course, what it means to be Southern. And I'm excited to announce season five of our award-winning podcast. Join me every Tuesday for new conversations with some of the most interesting and influential Southerners around. Be sure to follow Biscuits and Jam wherever you get your podcasts. You can also find us online at southernliving.com slash biscuits and jam. Welcome back to EW's What to Watch. This week in entertainment history, Star Wars, aka Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope, first hit theaters on May 25th, 1977, making its debut on less than 40 screens. Studio 20th Century Fox had chosen to open the movie on a Wednesday, fearing that writer-director George Lucas's space opera would be outgrossed over Memorial Day weekend. Instead, well, you can guess what happened. Star Wars soon shattered almost every box office record imaginable, took the film industry and the world by storm, and became the cultural phenomenon we know today. Adjusted for inflation, Star Wars is the fourth highest grossing film of all time, with more than $3 billion in total box office revenue. And now, time to bid another fond farewell with our number one pick, Black Lightning. After four seasons of powerful and topical storytelling, the CW superhero series is coming to an end tonight. But before it goes, the show will deliver the fight we've all been waiting for, as Black Lightning faces off against supervillain Tobias Whale. There are just a few obstacles to deal with first. Our hero has been buried alive after his clash with Tobias last week, his family and allies believe he's dead, and Tobias has a device dampening all metahuman powers. Is this the end for Black Lightning? Well, yes, but hopefully not that way. Here's a preview. We have suffered from better humans for too long. But this is a new time, and the unfortunate past is dead and gone. Tobias is out there. He has his hands on Freeland's throat. He's coming for us. We need our powers back immediately. To accomplish what you've never done, you have to use what you never have. So get it done. Let's fight now, more later. I knew I should have killed Tobias before. Tobias Well is going down. Great again. Uh, superhero fans won't want to miss this one. You can see how it all goes down tonight at 9 on The CW. And lastly today, the answer to our trivia question, who was recently announced as a new coach for the next season of The Voice, replacing Nick Jonas? Was it Taylor Swift, Ariana Grande, or Casey Musgraves? Hopefully the producers don't say thank you next to Nick on his way out. The answer is Ariana Grande. She'll be joining the show when season 21 airs this fall. 
That is our show for today. We'll have more news and must-see picks for you tomorrow, so be sure to follow or subscribe to What to Watch so you don't miss our daily recommendations, more of which can be found at EW.com. I am Senior TV Editor Jared Hall. You can find us on Twitter at EW and at Jared Hall. Thanks so much for listening, and have a great day. What to Watch is written by Tyler Aquilina, edited and produced by Joshua Heller, produced and hosted by Jared Hall, and executive produced by Shana Naomi Krokmal and Carly Usden.